my internet quality information's not doing good, so information. Yeah, you can you can tell how the quality of your call is. Yeah, and and mine is yellow, which is not great, but so it's doable. Could be worse. Could be better. Yeah, but it's good enough to do a podcast with a big glass of water because I drank too much over this weekend. <laughs> You know what? You're right, Blake. Drinking uh, drinking too much over the weekend is horrible. It's a really bad thing to happen. I'm willing to bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I love scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Here it goes. I have that same exact set of glasses. I know. They're good. They're just. It's just a fucking wine glass without the stem. Yeah, exactly. This is how real fancy people drink whiskey. They they drip water into it to <laughs> activate the whiskey's whiskiness. I can't get more than four fucking drops in Oh, f- I ruined it. <laughs> I, I gotta toss this whiskey. glass out. Oh, no, it's the worst. Can shit. <laughs> Damn it. Gotta but, get a new bottle now, too. Fucking. <laughs> fucking shit. shit. Just gotta... I might as well just smack this and right... Fuck! But you see... You see what happens is you pour the water in. It really opens up the flavors of the of the scotch. And the, the water gets in there with all the essential oils and the alcohol. And it's all like, hey! Fuck you! And then <laughs> shit gets fixed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time for a load! It's a load! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a load of BS. That's right, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I am talking about me, the B, to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Center! And over there, yes, it's the S, Scotty Moore, the man who still needs to turn his fucking microphone game down. No, my microphone's fine. It's not loud at all. Usually, when you do the opening scream, it's not that bad. It was that bad today. What? That's better. That's better. Okay. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and gentlemen, children of all ages, fuck you, Blake Tanner, and welcome to a load of BS. The show oh, is properly shit. properly done microphones. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, so, I probably wanted to talk. We, yeah, we, it's been a weekend, because, like, we usually record these on Thursday night, Thursday. and we had gotten done doing Fight Boys, and we both kind of looked at each other like, no. Nope. And so we go, okay, we'll do it Saturday morning. And we both get up at the crack of dawn, Saturday morning, all load up our computers, hop on, and we're both like, no, nope. no, nope. nope. do it Sunday Mm-mm. night. And I'm like, oh, you mean Sunday, the day we usually record? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it then. And that's uh, why we're here now. So how did you... Wait, you mean the day that we usually post? Yeah, the day we usually post? Yeah. Yeah. So... Is that, yep. How did you, how did your night go? 
Because the last night was your, uh, we've been talking about your showmance the past couple of weeks. How did your, how oh, did, yeah. yeah, the show ended and it was nice. Um, yeah. Yep. No, we had a, we had a cast party at, um, uh, some, a uh, couple of the cast members loft. They're married. And, um, okay. let me tell you something, Scotty. Yeah. When you look at some of the fucking apartments in Birmingham, you do not think of a lot of style. Yeah, I agreed. saw the most stylish, like, this is a Manhattan apartment <laughs> in Birmingham. Holy like, shit! It had a, and it, the best part is, it was made, like, these lofts were made out of an old office building. Oh, that's and awesome. We, and we had fondue. Oh, And we had God, a lot of fondue. Yes. I want and did fondue. You, did you know that some fondue, you just pour some white wine in there, and yes. you get some really, like, creamy fondue. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had chocolate fondue, and we had cheese fondue, and we had love fondue. What? What? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I just got a really bad idea of what that is. Oh, yeah, I'd probably, I would try that. It's into a pot. Oh no! Like, oh, no! Yeah. Oh God! No! No! Why? 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 Oh fuck! Dip your crackers in this. Ugh. I regret all of the things that I ever say on this show. Do this, old man. <laughs> Love fondue. Ugh. No, guy. Why? Here's something for your strawberries. Ugh. Oh God! Is this what? This is downtown flavor town. <laughs> downtown flavor town. Oh. This Welcome is, back to this Triple is, D. I'm your host, Guy Fieri. Today we're going to be making some love fondue, ladies. Ugh. It's like what happens when you go to Skid Row in Flavortown. <laughs> yeah, you want some fondue? We got some fondue for you. Some love fondue. Fondue. <laughs> fondue. <laughs> so anyways, lovely apartment building, right? Mm-hmm. Such a lovely apartment building. I would love fondue all over that apartment building. Yeah. Um, you just left the, your love fondue all over yeah. there. I saw a funny, like, aesthetic choice in this yeah. apartment. And it's, um... you Do you remember those, like... At your elementary school, uh, did you ever have those classrooms that were divided by, like... Just this kind of, like, canvas divider that they would just, like, slide open and close. And you'd have two classrooms and then you'd have one classroom... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, they kind of had one of those, except it was clear plastic, and it was for their bedroom. I, what? So you could see into their bedroom um, if the plastic was a certain way, but then they could frost, like, you could do something and it would frost up, and you couldn't see in there anymore. That's actually kind of cool. I'm not it's really lie. cool. That's really cool. Like, it was, it's just, a, it was a modern apartment in a place where my only, like, my only gauge of living in Birmingham are the shitty rental houses on Southside that mostly yeah. students afford, and your studio apartments. Yeah, all the ones that I had. All of yours, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what those kind of apartments are like, so I got to understand what actual middle class living was like in the city for once oh my gosh yes that's awesome um uh, and you didn't get home till three you said yeah jesus blake what did you do 
Um, we ate fucking fondue, dude. How much was there? Um, alright, so we got finished with the show at there like 10. It was a gallon trash can. A fondue. Like, you pulled the bag out and you had to just perforate it. And just like, you opened your mouth and just, you just let it cover let, you. Let that love fondue just cover your face. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh. That's all I did. I ate fondue. Yeah, and then you got to go home. I personally had... I'm sorry, I just saw something about something we're going to talk about later that I'm going to just uh. keep, on, keep on hand. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I saw something. Uh, I went to see my favorite band on Friday, uh, the great band known as Ninja Sex Party. Oh, which... You clipped the mic on that one. Ninja Sex Party! There you go. I was Ninja just... Sex Party. I was just so... I, I don't know, like... <laughs> It's weird that a band that's all about fucking dinosaurs and unicorn wizards and all that can be the most inspirational band to me. But like, it's, Dan- all, it's all Danny. Danny makes me. Well, I think Brian too. Brian, but, yeah, Brian's definitely there. I have a lot of respect for Brian. Yeah, but um, it's but just, Danny is like a a pure human being. Yeah, you know, oh, they have a. I'm not going to spoil anything, but they do have a new song. Which I won't reveal anything about, but it's very inspirational, and they played it, and it almost made me cry in the audience, which is weird. <laughs> but um, you oh. ever go to like a good wrestling show where the crowd almost seems all together, like they're all on the same wavelength? That's what this this was like. Like it was just a bunch of us who were all together making Game Grumps jokes and making references to shit the whole time. And the reason why I knew this. Is because, you know how, like, if you go to a really nice, like, a really nice venue, they'll have, like, coming soon, like, uh, Lil Yachty, coming soon. <laughs> Lil Google. Yachty. Toot toot, Lil Yachty. The guy from the Sprite commercials, Lil Yachty, coming to the Hard Rock <laughs> Cafe. Well, they oh. had one of those up, and I noticed after a while it would show, coming soon, Peppa Pig in Peppa Pig Surprise. And I don't know why, but it just made me lose my shit. And so after a while, I just looked up and went, Yeah, Peppa, 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 Peppa. And then a few minutes passed, and it cycled through one more time, and then Peppa came up again. I'm to go, Peppa, except now a group of ten of us are now chanting Peppa. Peppa, Peppa. And then the next time, the whole fucking arena is chanting, Peppa! 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 We are going fucking crazy for Peppa Pig. And for the entire hour before the show starts, there are Peppa Pig chants every time it comes up. It never died down. It only got louder to the point where, like, the the thing before it was a Goo Goo Dolls ad. So when that came up, we'd see Goo Goo Dolls and the whole crowd would go, Oh... You know, um, first of all, I love the fact that Peppa Pig is appearing in concert (laughs) after all the stuff that's gone down with her. Um, Just really, really respects her for that. But also, if I were, like, the person that was performing, and if if I heard those chants, I would have to say something about how sorry I was that Peppa couldn't be there with me tonight. See, no, no, I don't think they knew what we were saying, because later, uh, TWRP, they kept making the running joke that, like, 
Alright guys, we're gonna play a few more songs and then some additional acts are gonna come out. Uh, you know, you'll you'll be so surprised when you find out who it is. Like playing the joke of like, you all guys all know Ninja Sex Party, so we're gonna joke about it. Yeah. And it's Peppa Pig, bitches. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> they're like additional acts, and then we just go, Peppa, <gasps> and they turn around, they go, Grandpa, bagpipes, what the fuck are you saying? And I'm like, <laughs> now I'm slowly realizing that they definitely do not understand what we're saying. But oh, now we fucked up. We fucked up. I just love the fact, though, that we are all... Like, even Twitter was going on blast about NSP, Ninja Sex Peppa, and Tupperware Remix Peppa. This is the greatest concert ever. Hashtag needs more Peppa. Although, <laughs> I'm glad that you finally got in there, especially after you had to deal with that girthy line. No, dude, that line was insane. The <laughs> line was around the outside of the hard rock. And it was, like, covering all of CityWalk. It was <laughs> huge, man. And, and CityWalk's a big area, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we destroyed it. Trying to get merch. I'm In fact, hold on. I'm going to go on Ninja Sex Party's website and see if I can find some merch. Because <laughs> I could not. The line there was insane. Like, it was above WrestleMania levels of insane. But um, my favorite... I'm sorry. I got to keep going back to Peppa. Because my favorite thing about Peppa mm. is because um, at one point, I don't know if they were trying to troll us or what, but there was a moment where we see the Goo Goo Dolls and we all go, oh, 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 and then it changes to Ninja Sex Party merch available outside. You guys can get your merch and the whole crowd goes, Boo! No! 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 And then the Peppa Pig came up right after that, and we were like, "Yes, Peppa!" Thank God for Peppa. And um, oh, I'm I'm a big fan of I'm on the Ninja Sex Party Reddit right now, and definitely one of the top is when is Peppa Pig touring with Ninja Sex Party? Shout out to the Orlando concert. First co top comment: Peppa. Peppa, they, they were still cheering for Peppa in the merch line after the show. Oh, that's very <laughs> good, good. <clears throat> um, but the best part of the entire fucking concert is, you know, like classic 80s bands, right? They would have yeah. people throw bras on stage and they'd have people throw their underwear on stage and shit like that, right? Good stuff. Well, during the in, when NSB starts coming out, remember when like, they threw all that love fondue on the stage once? <laughs> they just spread that love fondue. That it was just that, it just flowed. You know, that's what I miss most when the lead singer of Guar died is the fact that he didn't get to <laughs> you know shoot out that love fondue <laughs> one last time. <laughs> but it gets better. It gets better, because they had, like, three people throw bras on stage, and I think by the time uh, Aaron came out, Ego Raptor, there were four, four bras, and Danny looks at us and goes, that's pretty cool, guys, but just so you know, like, our record is 10 from a show we did, like, in 2011, so, you know, that's our record, just saying, ha, ha, ha. Then Aaron comes out, and three bras get thrown on stage, and Aaron goes wait, how many is that? And they go, seven. And he goes, wait, they got four and I got three? Fuck you guys. At which point they start throwing more. At this point, they end up with nine bras. It keeps going. 
And then the <laughs> whole crowd at this point is chanting, 69, 69, 69. And Danny goes, wait, do you want us to play our song 69, 69? And then we're just like, no, 69 bras. And I'm like, are these people fucking high? That's a lot of bras. That's a lot of bras. Like, there's only, like, 11 has happened in the first two hours of this show. At which point, a sea of fucking bras just come across the... They're coming from the fucking balcony. They're going everywhere. And it's just like this 20 minutes of just bras coming on stage and slowly attacking. It's insane. So, so wait, wait. I have a theory about this. You said that you didn't get to the merch stand? No, I did not. Okay. So, what's keeping them from selling bras at the merch stand? <laughs> and then just Rocky horroring that shit. And just like, throw the bras. Throw the bras. Oh, that would be... Dude, they're fucking expensive. Like, that's the thing. Although, my favorite part... No, the... $2, $2 bras, straight from the bin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my favorite part. Um, firstly, uh, w the girl who I was talking to as we walked in was her and her boyfriend, and we had some other people. One of whom looked remarkably like Markiplier. <laughs> he was just like, and I looked at him, I was like, Markiplier? And he's just like, hello, everybody, my name's Markiplier. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. We're friends. Oh, he's not, you're not Markiplier. We're friends on Snapchat now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, the girl, a girl I used to work with was the 67th bra. The girl I walked in with was one of the first bras. Then one of the friends of my friend from work was the very last 69th bra. So when did you throw yours in? Fucking, dude, you have no idea how tempted me and Markiplier. Firstly, if you've never been to a nerd concert, go. Because, you know how we were talking about how shitty we are at dancing? To fucking oh, yeah. throw that out the window. Because we were all getting it. We were it's just, just all grooving. Like, well, see, that's the thing. Like a group consciousness, when you when you get a two several thousand people that can't dance together, they're able to dance. Yeah, me and Markiplier were killing it. Me and Markiplier mm -hmm. were getting it on the dance floor then. Um, but the best part about the bras was it, like the first three times they were thrown on stage. Ninja Brian was like, "Oh, it'd be like in his mind, I'm sure it was like it'd be funny to shove this in my pants." So he shoves three bras in his pants. Then the four came up. <laughs> he shoves four bras in his pants. By the end of the show, he had all 69 bras and a fucking giant green tutu in his pants. That's fucking commitment. It was, he was so committed. <laughs> here, hold on. Let me send you this picture. This is the picture of Ninja Brian by the time that he was leaving the concert. Oh, it God, was yes. insane. Um, like New bra record in Orlando, 69. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. It was crazy. <laughs> and this is... The... He looks like Squidward at the end of that episode with the Krabby Patty. Oh, yeah, where he has, like, thick thighs. That's what he yeah. is, thick thighs, Ninja Brian. And then that's all the bras and everything that was left over. This shit went insane, dude. It was one of the best concerts <laughs> I ever went to. It's a fucking flip-flop. Yeah, there's a flip-flop, there's a rose, there's bras. There is a doll of Aaron that also that, yep. went into his pants. They were writing messages on it, like, Dear Aaron. I like that there's just a little bag of popcorn over there, white cheddar popcorn. Yeah, because why not, right? Mm-hmm. 
Let's see. A, at, well, at some point, this is just like, oh, man, I really don't want to throw this away. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, uh, shit. No, shush, shush. I just went to ninjasexparty.com slash merch. And it definitely took me to a page that's all Viagra prescriptions. It's nothing oh. but generic Viagra prescriptions on ninjasexparty.com slash merch. God, I really, I was really hoping that you were going to say, yeah, and they just have a whole page of bras, man. That they're all just putting on sale. No, I really want some merch. Because I really like the shirt that they had, but apparently I'm not going to get it, damn it. Oh, the sh- they're just all gone. Yeah, the NSB shirt was cool. Um, but Jesus Christ, that was, it was a concert and a half. Um, anything else from your life? Um... Can you beat that, fam? Um, well, I didn't know we were in a competition. Oh, well, if you are, if we were in a competition, guess how many bras I got thrown more than you? I mean, you didn't get any bras thrown at you. Okay. Then goal for our first live show. (laughs) Fucking NSP, not NSP, fucking bras. On patrol. All the bras. You guys hearing it? We want bras. I don't... Like, I'll be selling bras at the merch table, so it's okay. To get thrown back at us. And at some point, you're just like, just take it. Just Mm -hmm. take one of these and throw it at Scotty, and it'll be be so happy. Just like, I just... I really, really want... I really just want him to have this moment, so just... Just please... Like, he doesn't care who you are throwing the bra. Just please throw bras at him. There are no fucking shirts. There's no NSP <laughs> merch available online. I'm very upset right now. It's just all gone. Yeah, I, you, the is... shirts look so badass. Oh, I'm very it... fi- I'm physically upset right now. I mean, I guess when you think about it, like, Orlando's a, just a good city to have live stuff in. Yeah. And... Whenever you go to Orlando, you sell things out. So, you know. Good for you. Um, so I definitely just found fan fiction called WWE High Adventure featuring Ninja Sex Party. Lindsay is new to WWE High, but what she doesn't know is that she'll have to team up with her new boyfriend, Dean, and his brother, Roman, to defeat Seth Rollins to save the leaders of the Game Grumps, Dan Avedon and Aaron Hansen. What the fuck? So we're reading this as the third segment tonight, right? I mean, we may have to. Look, look, you can't get something like this and just, like, pass it off. I mean, we haven't had had a gym since um, fucking uh, WrestleMania 1969. 1962. Um, 1969. It's 1969 now. I just got to chapter two. And it says, sorry about the I wanted to come back and make a chapter about Dean and Lindsay getting to know each other, and so I accidentally made chapter eight into chapter two. Please don't hate me, Luna out. Fucking Luna. The Luna. Fuck? That's such a fanfiction writer username. Yep. That's okay. We have to do this, Scotty. I'm like confused. I don't know. Uh, but it's you know what? Yeah, we might. 
But first, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we keep talking about this NSP merch. And we talk about this merch that you can only get at the shows. You can only get it if you go to see NSP Live. And I'm sorry, I'm not about that life. I love that shirt. I love seeing it. And I wanted it. I was at the show. I need it. But I can't get it because I didn't get to, I didn't wait in line. And I know all of you, all of you want some great BS merch. And you don't get to make it out to the millions of live shows we do. But <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now, brother. If you want some BS merch, all you have to do is go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com, which will link you immediately to a page for Viagra. No, which will link you to our website where you can get all of our shirts. You can get the BS's logo shirt. You can get shirt for Fight Boys. Support all of our people over there. Support our people here on the BS with some shirts. Do whatever you want over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And remember, it's gonna be our last week, our last week with this month's shirt, which is, of course, the Accept No Substitutes BS Game of Thrones shirt. If you want one, make sure to pick it up this week. And then we're gonna have our brand new shirt coming next week, which I'm really happy for. It's the Load of BS, 100 proof, pure BS, Accept No Substitutes. It's a whiskey shirt. That's right, it looks beautiful. It's got a cool logo. It's got a unicorn with a sexy <laughs> lady riding on top of it. It's got a load of BS across the top. It looks like a good old whiskey bottle. But, like, you've seen it. Yep. And you love it. It's yep. great. And yep. you can get it over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Uh, oh, and, uh, by the way, keep your eyes out for the newest section of the BS merch store. The BS brand, Baby Safe Condoms. <laughs> oh, God, I want us to have merch condoms so badly. Oh, I need oh. merch condoms. Here, hold on. Yes. Custom printed <laughs> condoms. <laughs> I found custom poker chips. Okay. Oh, that, that'll work. Now, wait, Blake, do we want... Do we want our logo on the condom itself or on the wrapper i want it to be so that when you unroll that baby you get to see <laughs> our faces wait you see so what you get to see like you get to see the bs looking back at you proud as can be i thought you said you got to see the baby jesus and i got real <laughs> confused for a minute <laughs> oh, God. no well uh, if you use BS brand baby safe condoms, the only way that you'll get pregnant is via Jesus. It's <laughs> via Jesus. Okay. Do you like? We're we're designing the condom right now. Do we want? Do we want it to be foil? How cheaper is it to just do a normal one? Hmm. I think no. We should just make. When you said foil, I was like, let's just get some tin foil condoms. <laughs> I think. Okay, we have. Uh, five choices. We have normal, we have like a, a white foil, we have black foil, red foil, and then gold. I think we both know. Mm-hmm. Gold. Gold, <laughs> I, my boy. Actually, you know what? I kind of want to go with the black, because we already have our good black logo. And then we're mm, gonna it go should have like some like blue and red lines, like in a... You know, something like a, like a veiny sort of structure. Damn it, Blake, no. 
Just like get, add a little color in there, you know. I just want to say there is a website called sayitwithacondom.com <laughs> that I am now on. <laughs> and I can hear oh. you're immediately going to it as well. Well, no, maybe. It's oh, there it is. Seventy-five cents if we get five hundred plus condoms, and it is seventy-five cents for a condom. So let's see. I'm gonna go to our. Let's see here. I. Oh, yeah, because the foil could say, "Accept no substitutes, baby safe." Baby safe. Actually, hold on. I'm gonna take the load of BS, like the '80s load of BS. What? Oh <laughs> God, it looks so cool. This is the best condom. I would fuck so much with this. You know, I already, I can't, I don't know if I told you this on the podcast, but I went to Walmart wearing the load of BS except no substitutes shirt, which mm. has my face on it. It's not just like, oh, cool, he's wearing it like a Game of thrones shirt. It's got my fucking face on it, so I can't exactly deny that it's me. <laughs> and so I already had to deal with that. Can you imagine, like... Having to deal with the people like, wow, dude, doesn't that seem a little self-centered? Can you imagine being laying with a woman and her saying, do you have a condom? And then you're being like, yes. And also <laughs> it has my face on it. That would be beautiful. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love these. I want to see if I can design a con, like the rubber of the condom that has her face on it. I also love the fact that I think this is one of the first conversations we've ever we had on this podcast was about the was about having our own. Oh my god! I'm on graphicarmor.com/slash/custom-imprinted-condoms, and Blake, I just want you to look at this special boy on this condom. Oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> it looks. The best way I can describe him. You see him? He looks like Thomas Middleditch. It looks like Thomas Middleditch giving two thumbs up, and he's on a condom, just kind of like, what's up, guys? It's me. It's me, Thomas Middleditch. It's Thomas Middleditch. What's up? Hey, Um, it's Thomas. Let's see. Here we go. I'm going to add some... Oh, wait, yeah, upload my art. I can't believe they actually have... You can print on the condom. Like, that's a little much, but guess what's about to go onto a condom? My face. I love that they have, like, order sizes extending up to a hundred thousand condoms. Well, you know, when you're a, when you're a brand, like the BS Network brand, we're gonna need a lot of these at the end of the day. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what? The best thing about this is, this is BS promoting safe sex. This is, yeah, we promote safe sex, BS condoms, here to take all of your love fondue. Into its reservoir tip. <laughs> oh, you always you need that drip tip, dude. You need the drip tip. Um, so oh. the problem I'm seeing with printing us onto a condom, onto the condom itself, a lot more expensive than just getting us on a foil condom. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, maybe we might have to table this one then. Um, oh, they have condom wallets. Oh, these are nice. You can talk. Ooh. Blake. Yes. I think we can get customized female condoms for the ladies. Oh. oh. Like, is this a? Is this a? Is... Yeah, it is. It's a female condom. It's like what goes up inside. Oh okay. yes. Yes. I love it. We've got matchbook condoms. We have so many options here. So, you, like, you could really just cover the entire audience in <laughs> condoms. <laughs> could just bury them in condoms. Just like, oh, oh, that's what it's going to be. At these live shows, we're not going to have people throw stuff at us. We're going to throw things at people. And those things are condoms. With our faces. All right. No glove, no love, bub. <clears throat> Blake, do you have thirty-seven fifty on you? Because I can definitely get us fifty condoms. For oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I'm trying to I don't... find us a nice even like fifty. No. Oh wait. No, we have to get at least fifty as a okay. sa as our sample. Um, you know, I'm gonna do that even fifty. Now, Blake, we've come to an important question. Mm. Do we go with a natural color, a red color, yellow, green, blue, black, or pink? Or assorted? Pink? Well, here's my thing. I say we do... Wait, wait. If we're... What's assorted mean? I, I guess any color, like all of them. But here's my thing. Mm. I think if we're going BS brand... And, of course, as we all know, we, we have the two colors, blue and red, to represent each of us. Um, yep. I think we do the blue condom, and then I can do the red wrapper. Oh. And then we can have that, and then we'll have a white foil back. Oh, so it's kind of like our dynamic. Like, you come out with that fiery red passion, <laughs> and you get everybody going, and then, you know, I'll sensually... Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll get, get them. See what happens. I'll keep everybody safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep safety in mind. Please, I want. I hope this image is is small enough to do this with. Yes, it is. Oh, Ooh. put it on there. <laughs> I'm gonna need to see this picture. Well, this is an image I made of. Bear long time ago and it was after we did our um stream for new year's yeah and i made i made a lovely picture of toby keith and it says how do you like me now on it and how do you like me now and it's just got a now nice picture I'm... of toby on there here hold now on now that i'm on your dick now that i'm on that dick so it's just I just sent it to you in chat. It's a little bit blurry, but that's what I have right now. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Yep. It's just a beautiful. Um, so let's Wait, see. Do, what else can we do? Do we have to pay rights for this? No, I don't think so. I think how do you like me now? It's just a good normal statement you can say. That's true. That's true. I mean, as long as like nobody says that the dude kind of looks like Toby Keith. <laughs> Vaguely, like to Tobias Keith. <laughs> uh, Tobias Keth. Tobias Keth. Oh snap, dog! I think I just I just fixed it. 
<laughs> I fixed this shit. It's just the BS logo in in grayscale on a condom. <laughs> it looks oh, dumb as fuck. Oh, so this is this is the perfect thing for our our audience. This, yeah, we're dumb as hell. That's the thing. Yep. Welcome to the Oh, I at first I was a little I was a little anxious about filling an entire 20 minutes of condom talk, but we have done it so well. Yeah, we've got 7 minutes left. I think we can keep going. Should we put the <laughs> Fight Boys logo on it? You know, do it for everything. You are damn straight. Put that rat boy on. Put the rat boy on here. Put, get, our rat boy needs his little condom, uh, superstar in him. I honestly think the rat boy is the best logo for a condom. Because it's like nice and circular, so it kind of covers up the imprint that the condom made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I'm And when you're, when your mom, like, when your mom finds your wallet or something, and she knows that little circle, and she pulls it out, she's like, oh, it's a rat boy bag. It, All right. It's just a rat boy. It's the rat bag, Mom. It's fine. It's, yeah, Mom. It's, all the kids are doing the rat bag. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> I need you to know, I've just put Guy Fieri's face on a condom. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing but Guy's face. And it might be the best, and this may be the ultimate way to prevent premarital sex. Is that Guy Fieri's face? Is that Guy Fieri condom? <laughs> Are you ready to go down to Flavor Town this week? This, I, I don't, I don't want to. Well, diners, drive-ins, and dicks. <laughs> Here we go, boys and girls. The Guy Fieri condoms brought to you by the BS. <laughs> I love the Guy Fieri condoms. And they've got to be flavored. Damn it, Blake, no! Scotty, no, they gotta, don't! Guy Fieri condoms have to be flavored, Scotty. You, I know they do, but they don't, Blake. Scotty, you have fondue flavored Guy Fieri <laughs> condoms. I love fondue flavored. Now, the brand new, I'm looking at it right now, the brand new whiskey logo also looks nice on a condom. I'm gonna see how it looks on this red back, but I know it's 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 home. It's on a. That's actually a dope as fuck. This is yeah, actually boy. really nice. Okay, see, we're thinking outside of the bun here, Scotty. We can just quit podcasting and go into the condom design business. <laughs> it, like, it, it just makes no sense. They're just like, wait, what? Why do you have all these logos for a podcast that does not exist? Cause fuck you, that's why. Like, yeah, this is like, listen, kid, you're too young to remember. I'm, but 70. this is cool. Fuck you, kid. Yep. You weren't around. <laughs> you weren't around for it. You're fine. You ain't know this shit, motherfucker. If you're seventy, then you were already too old when these condoms came out. <laughs> You've been shooting blanks for years. Don't even play. I've just put, I've just put our faces onto a condom. Oh god! And it's just like together. Face. Yeah, like, like you know that. Like you know that uh, you can get that canvas on merch.aloneofpurevs.com. It's just our face after I put it through a cool filter. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. that in the middle of a condom right now. 
<laughs> okay, so, wait, you gotta change this. Like, one of our faces has to be on top, and one of them has to be on bottom. No. So you get to choose. You get to switch it around to, like, so your favorite BS buddy is with you. <laughs> choose who gets the shaft and choose who gets the head. Only at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. <laughs> Oh god! I like Blake. I need you to know. I just started an account at Say It with a Condom dot com. My new favorite. We're not sponsored, <laughs> but it is my new favorite website. So on this podcast, we have researched new masturbatory techniques. We have designed condoms. Yeah. We. What else have we done that is just this level of what are we doing? Um. Well, there was always fun. He wasn't sexual, but he was fucked up. He was pretty bad, but in a different way. Yeah. Then again, there was that entire Toby Keith stream. <laughs> we we basically took DiamondClub.tv hostage and forced them to watch Toby Keith with us for about an hour. Yep. Let's... I can't believe that was only an hour. No, it, well, I mean, it was two hours, but part of it, we could use the excuse of it was during the show. But afterwards, we were just like, fuck it, let's keep up. How do you like me now? We could always put the Cuckles logo on there. I still have that. Oh, that's a, that's the logo, like, that's the stuff that, um like, is exclusive. You can only get Cuckles brand condoms at Cuckles. At Cuckles? Like, there's a... I really want to throw... Uh, Like, Cuckles is about to become a nationwide chain at this point. Yeah. I really want to throw, like, a BS party where I, like, I'm going to be a bartender. We have condom cannons that we shoot condoms out of. We, like, have (laughs) so much shit, and we just... Every time... Every time you see two people leaving, like, the bar, you have to get somebody on condom cannon duty. (laughs) Yeah! like, hey, hold up a second. (laughs) Dude, that's my sister. Deal with it. I just sprayed I your know. sister with condoms. Visit Blake over at the at the fucking love fondue fountain. He can take care of her a little bit more. Oh boy. Oh boy, I'm sad. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Um, uh. Jesus, I'm just making condoms like nonstop at this point. You have fun taking care of the show, Blake. I'm on condom (laughs) duty right now. Gotta save this design. Welcome welcome to the BS Podcast, where we design condoms all day. I really want to... I think next week we need to discuss the BS party. Because I think the the BS party don't stop when the BS party... Don't stop. No, no. Don't stop. BS party. BS party? Don't stop. Don't stop. I mean, it's going to be held in the BS mansion, so you know it. Oh, God. There's going to be so much... All right, hold on. Let me just... 50 condoms with a white foil back. Normal production. Add to cart, $40. (laughs) Jesus Christ, for this product, minimum required quantity is 5 fucking hundred. That's a lot more! That's a lot more than I thought it would be! That's a lot of condoms. Oh, no. We can only get the white or the normal ones... Printed like this, we have to spend what? so much more money for more expensive condoms. Oh damn! And but you, we can't have substandard condoms, Scotty. 
So I guess that means we need to get a lot more money to buy all of these condoms. And if you want to oh. help us get all of this money to give you condoms, go to patreon.com. Slash a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen, and donate some money every single month just to help keep the show on the road. You can, if you donate a dollar every single month, you get shouted out every single week like the Patreon Saint Deborah Amore, like Megan Bolden, like Scott Moore, like all of the greats. Donate five dollars, however, ladies and gentlemen, and you will get a motivational video every single week from me or the B, just helping you get through the week, letting you know that everything's alright, and whatever you're trying to do, you can make it. Because if us two jackasses can have a semi-successful podcast, two semi-successful podcasts even, you can do fucking anything. Like, we're fucking dumb. You can do it. Donate $30, though, ladies and gentlemen, $30, and you will be entered in to be part of the B.S. Booty Box, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, the B.S. Booty Box. The greatest subscription box on the planet where every single month we send you a brand new shirt. You'll get the, uh, uh, our subscribers last month. They got the B.S. Except No Substitute shirts. Next month, they're going to get the B.S. Whiskey shirt, which is going to be lovely. I'm actually going to, I'm trying to save up some money to get us B.S. Whiskey shirts before Epcot, because we're going on an Epcot adventure. Um, yeah, boy. And, of course, we will throw in some extra goodies, like BS condoms, if we start getting enough money. But as of right now, you just kind of get the shirt, just because we can't afford the shipping and all that extra shit. And mm -hmm. all of that can be available to you, ladies and gentlemen, at patreon.com slash a load of BS. What, what was that again, Scotty? Patreon.com slash a load. Of BS. Did you say hello? Of BS. Yes, I did. I did. Did you say hello? Ho, 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 ho. Yes, yes, I did. Like, I thought I had gotten the URL wrong and you were being a dick to me. But thanks for that. In case you're wondering, I can put that in your head. In case you're wondering how well we update the Patreon, I'm on the page right now. Last thing we posted was episode 26 from February, and before that we posted uh, episode 6 from August 22nd. It's good, that's good, every 20 episodes. But if you start giving us money, we'll start paying attention to it more. <laughs> so just give us some money, ladies and gentlemen. We love you over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That was a low ho ho ho. Damn it, Blake, oh, shut up. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Blake Tanner. It's time. We've uh, we've talked about how you've been acting for the past four months, four weeks, in a in a play, a play called mm. the hit the hit series of Marmaduke. I mean, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just I wanted to invite you on this this show for thespians, this show for actors. Blake Tanner, welcome to Inside the Actor Studio. I'm your host. Tony Lifton. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, thank you for getting me on here. I'm glad that I could. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I finally get to tell my story. You know, uh, it's something I think that I've needed to do for a long time to just kind of meet all these demons that uh, I, I've honestly created for myself. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, just just let it just get it all out there. Thank thank you for having me. Yes. Now, Blake Tanner, we all know you started acting at the age of four in the hit mm. in the hit Broadway musical Marmaduke. Marmaduke. Yes, Marmaduke the musical. I remember. I still remember to this day my my hit, my one song, my great moment where I would sing about Marmaduke after, of course, the. <laughs> The titular character well, uh, sadly passed away. I thought, I thought, if I remember correctly, I believe you portrayed Marmaduke in the show. Now, of course. Well, yes, we, of we course. Talk... I was, I was, of course, being Marmaduke's ghost so... at the time. <laughs> you, there were many famous portrayals. Uh, for the very famous portrayal uh, in uh, the Miracle Worker, many people have played um, the blind girl, and then grown up to play uh, the famous role of blind girl teacher. And much like that, yes. you uh, you started out as Marmaduke and then grew up to play the owner of Marmaduke, Tony Simpkins. Um, yes. Oh, I thought I thought we were going to talk about my time as uh, playing both parts in the Miracle Worker, but <laughs> I can understand why you wouldn't want to bring that up. Well, of course we can. We can talk about your role as um, as Anne Frank, Anne Frank in the Miracle Worker. Uh, Anne Frank, yes, of course, I... the famous deaf and blind child. Who went on to learn how to play pinball? Mm-hmm. It, it was very hard, of course, because uh, I actually blinded and deafened myself, oh and I had to write the diary, like in the middle of the show. Right. Um, um, <laughs> no, Blake Tanner. Of course, we all we're all aware of your famous portrayal of of Anne Frank, but I, I just I want to know. Can I can I speak to Anne Frank? Well, I'll just, just get into okay. Just give me a moment to get into character. <clears throat> uh, hold on, it's it's been a while, you know. Of course, it's been a while. Okay, so I haven't done this in a bit. Oh, well, all right, here we go. <clears throat> so, Anne. Wah wah. What? Wah wah. <laughs> Wah! Wah! Of course. Oh, your, there we your go. Infant. Oh, it's been a while. It it brings back a lot of memories. I I remember you uh, much like many. Uh, Johnny Depp took his role of Captain Jack Sparrow. He based it upon a real person, Keith Richards. Uh, you of course took your portrayal of Anne Frank and based it upon apparently uh, Ryback Reeves from the WWE. Very very smooth moves from you. Now let me. T- uh, now, 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 you say that. You say that, Scotty. Yes. But it was actually that bastard Ryback. 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 He took the gimmick from ah, me. Ah, okay, I understand. I understand. No. And Frank was all about <laughs> feed me more, wah wah. <laughs> feed me more, wah wah. And, no. and you know what? She was a beautiful soul. Yeah. And there was nothing that anybody could do to take it away. So oh. let me tell you something right back. Oh. I forgive very you. Very serious. Very serious. I moments. forgive you. You forget? Oh, it's a very good... Forgive. Applause, ladies and gentlemen. Applause for this emotional moment from Blake Tanner. To Ryback Reeves. To Ryback Reeves. Um, mm. Now, no, of course, uh, I do want to speak about The Miracle Worker just a bit more. Um... Which, uh, your direction of it, you did direct the version where you starred as, um, little, little old woman Annie in one show. 
the show you directed um, at the same time, and you you chose you chose to actually make the second act a musical, all based off of the the uh, album Tommy by the Who. And I, I understand that that deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure played a mean pinball. But are you sure that it was <laughs> the same character? Um, it, it was actually uh, originally meant to uh, portray what life was like living at the blind asylum that um, old Annie came from. Right. Um, and there was, of course, a pinball machine at the asylum. And uh, the real amazing thing is that the world high score for pinball was set, not at the asylum, but on stage by me, um, during the last performance of The Miracle Worker Musical by Blake. And I, I believe that that was one of my defining moments as a career, when I just hit it perfectly. And I believe that when I tossed the pinball machine off the stage afterwards in a bit of a excitement, that that poor child's parents would forgive me <laughs> for... Their son being crushed, of course, by, by the world record holding pinball machine. Because, of course, that was not part of the scene. A uh, very infamous moment of you breaking character, where as you broke the pinball machine, I believe you screamed, Fuck yes! Fuck you, Billy! As the child across the stage, Billy, had the original high score on that pinball machine. At which point uh, yes. you tossed it upon the poor child. Yeah, the poor boy. Uh, he had the desperate misfortune of being an utter cock. And <laughs> Billy, Billy, listen, I want, I want to say something from the heart. Billy, I forgive you for being an utter cock. Oh. <laughs> Applause, ladies and gentlemen, for this emotional moment. This emotional moment from Blake Tanner in relation to this utter cock of a child. Thank you, thank you. This is, this is what I came for, just to... Just to air out these demons and finally confront everything that's been haunting me for years. Now, of course, after this, you made your leap to the big screen, playing the role of Dominic Toretto in Hetfield Too Fast, Too Furious. Indeed, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you... Uh, of course, uh, the role taken from the, the world-famous actor Vin Diesel. How did you... How did you feel... Taking on such an infamous role for approximately one, only one movie in this entire franchise. Well, you know, of course, um, the character of Dominic Toretto was originally not supposed to be in uh, Fast and the Furious London Underground uh, explosion. Right. Um, but when I came to the director, and when, when they wanted to cast me as this completely idiotic character uh, named, like, I, I can't even remember, it was like Ringo Blunders? Ringo Blunders, Something like yeah. that. Um, but I was like, no, we need Dominic Toretto here. And the director told me, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to fly Vin Diesel out? And I was like, no, I can fucking be Dominic Toretto. All I have to do is drive cars fast and be bold. I mean, how hard is that? I don't think it was hard. I mean, the film didn't do that well outside of London. Mm -hmm. Or inside London. Or anywhere. Or Correct. Anywhere. But of course, I think 
that I stand by that one critic um, that truly, truly understood um, just how much of an utter shitbag that um, Vin Diesel was. Um, and you know what? God, I... I can't. I don't know if I can... I could say you this, can, but... You can do it. You can do it, right. Blake Tent. Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel. Listen, I... I completely... Sorry, this is an emotional moment. I'm sorry for laughing. I, I completely and utterly forgive you for being a bald <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Big fucking ears. Applause, applause for, for Blake Tent oh. for this emotional moment of forgiveness. God... Okay, thank you, and, thank you. It was, it was so great to get that, get that off my chest. Oh, so good. I feel so relieved. Which brings me to what I believe is your greatest role yet, Blake Tanner. Um, which is, uh, you of course are not just an actor of the screen. You're an actor of the stage. You're an actor of the world. You've described yourself as an actor of the world, and I just. You began in two thousand, in two thousand and one, with your greatest performance yet, which has become a two thousand, has become a sixteen-year running performance. This has been mm. a very intense, a very intense, heavy performance, where you have portrayed the role of Aaron Carter. In in the world of life. Yes, yes, I knew. I knew we were going to get here eventually, and I, I'm just so proud to be a part of this production. Mm-hmm. I have won 32 Tony Awards off of this production. Mm-hmm. Um, I've won six Emmys, which is strange enough because it's never been on television. And just recently, well, of course, he has. I been, celebrated. He, your performances have come up on television in the TMZs. Through through other media, uh, that's the very interesting thing yes, about your performance. Yes, normally those wouldn't even be eligible, but you know I had to. I talked a little bit with the uh, with the companies, and they they, they saw my way of thinking eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so very very sad thing is uh, I had a bit of a falling out with Aaron um, during the original run. Uh, it was about two thousand and two, I believe. Of course, Aaron he, is Aaron is the original writer of everything. He's the one who named the character after himself. Uh, yes. You, of course, were just the face, the face of the character. It's a bit, it took a team of several people to get this Aaron Carter show off the road. Indeed, indeed. Um, and it was after Aaron had gotten a little older and I think a little wiser. Um, and he came to me one day and he says, Blake, hey, Blake, Blake, I, I really need to talk to you. We have got to change the show. I didn't beat Shaq. Of course, I remember this emotional moment. And I told him, Aaron, you you can't. You just can't do that because we all know what happened. We all know what happened between you and Shaq. And I believe that Shaq, if he were here now, if he were still with us on the production team, like he was originally, uh, before he went off to play basketball, down the street, that he would say, "It's all right, Aaron. Right. I knew you were lying all the time." But is that I, how he would say it? Though? I think. Uh, well, listen. Hold on. Hey, hey, Shaggy, Shaggy, buddy. 
Can we speak? Yeah, put, it, put the ball down and come over here. Can we speak to Shaq? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. Don't know, don't know why Aaron got so upset about it, but you know, Aaron's Aaron, man. A- huh? Applause for Shaq. Applause for Shaq. I, I would just say that, Aaron. Listen, I want, I want to tell you something straight from the heart here. I don't want to get this before we close out. I, from the bottom of my heart, think that you are such a magnanimous. Cock, and I could never forgive you, you piece of blonde, strikey headed shit. Applause for, applause for this, applause for this. Now, Blake Tanner, this show we end as always with these 10 questions, which originally come from the series Beyond Decorcher, hosted by Bernard Prevot. They're yeah. the 10 questions we ask at the end of every episode of Inside the Actor's Studio, and I'd like to begin them thusly. Blake Tanner, what is your favorite word? Cock. What is your least favorite word? Dangle. <laughs> okay. What turns you on, creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Oh. Just, just going into, going into, uh, into a sauna, a hot tub, and uh, there's got to be whenever there's a lot of people in there, and just. Just ripping off my uh, my swim trunks and just jumping in, doing a cannonball. And whenever whenever I'm having writer's block or actor's block, I go and I just jump in and I ask people if they could help me. And usually, usually it helps. I believe that's what you've referred to as the recipe for love fondue. Is this yes, what it that is. is? Uh, uh, we call it, by the end... Nine times out of ten, it ends in what I call love soup. I believe you've met. That's how you met your first wife, was you asked her to be the breadstick in your love fondue. Um, um, but like, honestly, I don't remember. But like, Tanner, what turns you off? Turns me off. Um, I would have to say dolphins. What the fuck? Okay. Um. um <laughs> Their d- dolphins are just such little cocks. Okay. I mean, they look like little cocks. Okay. And they're blue. And I don't know why anybody ever thought a little blue cock would be interesting. <laughs> so, so, Blake Tanner, what is your favorite curse word? Um, for- forgive me, um, butts. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, well, this is a very hard one, because I, I really, really... I think I have to take it back to um, my Aaron Carter days, early Aaron Carter days, um, before we I did some rewrites myself after Aaron left the show, mm-hmm. um, and eventually did uh, admit that uh, Shaq did win. Um, but it was after the final basket. Mm-hmm. I would always go, Shaboom! And that's your favorite as noise. As I made it, and to, to this day... Whenever I'm walking down the street, sometimes I'll just go shaboom, and it is just the delight of whoever's around me. Of course, they pull up in the vans and yell it to you. I know. Uh, Black shaboop on shaboop on the streets, my friend. Blake Tanner, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, the sound of Aaron Carter's voice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what profession 
other than your own would you like to attempt? I would like to say um, professional basket weaver. Okay. And what profession would you not like to do? Um, I would say uh, amateur basket weaver. Ah. And Blake Tanner, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Remember, well, Scotty, I think I think you already know that. I think the entire world knows this by now. Um, we, I would of course meet God. He would greet me at the pearly gates. Um, and hold out his magnificent hand, make a dunking motion, and yell shaboom. <laughs> and I would meet him back. Damn it! I didn't. I did not know how deep into being a shitty actor you were going to go there. <laughs> I was just like, I could just do some goof 'em ups and make up some silly shit, and Blake will react. And you went, you went ham, dog. <laughs> I do want us to do that interview like legit one day, though. Like it's always been one of my favorite interview questions. So we got to do that one day. We might do that next okay. week for a third segment. But uh, Blake Tanner. What did you learn this week? Um, I learned that no matter what, Scotty, it's always important to forgive. Mm -hmm. Unless you're that cock Aaron Carter. And Blake Tanner, I learned that you are the breadstick in my love fondue. <laughs> oh, God. What? how easily it is to get customized anything so i'm going to quickly look up customized valentine card so i can make a uh make a love fondue valentine you know that's going to be real easy to do yeah. so blake tanner where can they find you you can find me at blake a tanner on twitter um of course my acting vlog my acting blog vlog is uh still live still making updates to it every 30 minutes yeah, let's see. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to go really quickly, Scotty, and make another update. Shaboop! Oh, I was fixing to say, it looks like the most recent update to the at Aaron Carter Twitter is, at, I really appreciate you. You're the most beautiful girl in the world. I appreciate your patience, baby, with me. I honor you, at Blake A. Tanner. Um. <laughs> Stop it. Aaron, Aaron, we have to move on. God. I'm sorry. Blake? I feel like you genuinely need to apologize to Aaron Carter because I looked up Aaron Carter and I got Aaron Carter, Wikipedia, Aaron Carter, Twitter, Aaron Carter, Facebook, Nick and Aaron Carter's father is dead. Uh, oh, is that is that happening now? No, it happened May 17th. Oh, as in like... Ten days ago. Like ten days ago. Hold on. Oh. I genuinely want to send out our condolences to the Carter family. I've loved Aaron Carter since okay. I was a child. And Aaron Carter, uh, you have our condolences. We love you. Yes, you do. Um, of course, I mean, we weren't talking about the, uh, the pop star Aaron Carter during the whole thing, were we? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. We were talking about... The other Aaron Carter. Oh, you're right. E-R-I-N Carter. Yeah, fuck that guy. 
I'm actually looking up who E-R-I-N Carter is, and I got... <laughs> wow, she just looks like a really bad improv comedian from Los Angeles. Oh, she's from San Francisco, and she works in San Francisco theater. I'm so sorry, other Aaron Carter. We did not mean to bring you into this. Which one? And that's up to the audience to decide. (laughs) Which one? Um, (laughs) Yep. Blake, I'm going to be honest. Other Aaron Carter kind of looks like you as a lady. Oh, my God. Okay, you can find me at Twitter at Blake A. Tanner. You can find me on Instagram at the same name. And you can find me doing videos on the Dark Darkroom Vidya at YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. Scotty, please tell them your Twitters. Hey, guys. I'm Scotty Mo. You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my books on Amazon. That's Queasel Corp, Q-U-E. Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. Please make sure to check out the other great BS Network podcast, Fight Boys, where me and Blake Tanner talk about wrestling every single week with our good buddy, the Dylan. And we get to wrestle ourselves, kind of, maybe. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. You can find both of us at aloadofpurebs.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. And you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week! Shabu!